Hey there, cephalopods, it's Kbot again. As some of you might know, last Sunday, November 4th, I hosted an episode of the Weekly Splat Live on my Twitch stream. In it, I covered a lot of updates on things that have happened over the month of October. What follows is the audio from that stream. If you're interested in any of the resources I discussed in this episode, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at kbot underscore 273 or on Discord, kbot hashtag 7950. Apologies, it took a little long to go up on the podcast sites. I hope you enjoy this weekly Splat Live episode and October in review. So, without all out of the way, uh, uh, good afternoon, fellow squids. Uh, my name is Kbot, and we're going to go ahead and fire away in this month's episode of the weekly Splat, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But, um, so I've got a couple of general reminders of things going on right now uh up on screen right now uh so we'll just read through them real quick so we have a bunch of upcoming lands um i don't really know much on the local side of things but i know kind of larger term uh long island summers or not a long island summer splat long island splat uh has their fourth event on november 24th which is thanksgiving weekend uh, Don't Park on the Grass in Washington is taking place, Washington State rather, is taking place on the weekend of December 15th and 16th. And Genesis 6, of course, is in February, the first weekend in February. Uh, so those will all be great things. I highly recommend that uh, you go if you can. Uh, I went to Smash and Splash 4 and it was a fantastic experience for me. Uh, and I think Almost anyone that has been to a LAN would recommend going to a LAN. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, a couple of weekly weekly tournament series updates. Uh, Ink Force is back in action. They have hosted two events. No, one event so far, and the last one was canceled because it was Halloween. Uh, they are back. Uh, Vesper has partnered a little more with Endgame TV, and they have upped their uh, quality a little bit. So if you're looking for something to do on Wednesday, on a Wednesday night and you're in uh, America, I would highly recommend you go check that out. Uh, it would be smart if I, like, put links somewhere. Uh, I, I'll have the links later or something. Um, Black and Spoon moved to Friday, in case you haven't heard yet. Uh, and it went quite well from what I saw uh, Friday night. Uh, being their first Friday uh, with, like, I think they had a record number of entrants and they might have hit a record prize pool, but I don't know for sure. Um, so, as always, you know, take a look at that uh, if you are bored on Friday nights. Um, I am told that Squid Coliseum is live again. I wouldn't really know because that's not really my expertise. <laughs> um, but uh, Squid Coliseum is basically a enhanced solo queue for the top 500 plus competitive players um, in the community and is hosted primarily by Sundao. Um, so if you've hit top 500 in the past month um, and you're on the leaderboards, I would send proof to Sundao or get in contact with him to try to get in there. Um, and I think that's just kind of a ranking boards for a ranking, some kind of ranking board for uh, individual players. 
um, that is perhaps a little more well organized than just hopping into solo queue and uh, hoping you're doing the best in rank X. Um, and there are a couple of people, Hitzel being primarily one of them, who are starting a um, a project to try to get a database of a bunch of different players. Um, so that is one of his tweets. This was a while ago. I guess I can switch over to... Here we are. Um, so... Yeah, it's just he's just kind of collecting a database of a bunch of people that stream or etc. Um, and that should be a good resource. I guess I can pull up what he has so far. An academy. By the way, you know what? I should just post this as well. If you're not in academy, I don't know what you're doing. Um, if you're not already in the academy server, that's kind of the longest lasting primary hub of Splatoon stuff going on. Um, at least competitive wise, there's a whole bunch of different resources in the server for, um, really people of all levels, uh, including game updates and tournaments upcoming and things like that. Uh, I was going to resources where I might be able to find the thing that Hitzel's doing. Ah, here they are. So, here's the current, uh, database for Western players. Um, and I think previously teamed up with Gamba to put together a database of Japanese players. And so you can see uh, team names and their streaming platforms, what weapons they play, all kinds of stuff in general. Uh, if you're looking for gameplay of anyone playing any weapon, I would suggest you check here first. And by the way, if you're not following Gamba, um, you should be for information like these kinds of things um which come in handy too i mean i'm sure it would come in handy if you're trying to look at uh, general trends in the meta or things like that that's what uh she kind of works with so with uh all those updates out of the way uh let's hop into things that have happened in the past month notable things i've only really got two primarily one of which being the Invitational, um, which was hosted by Ink TV. It was a two-day, 16-team Invitational tournament uh, featuring a lot of the top talent in the community as of right now. Um, so this is what the top eight bracket looked like on sun that Sunday. That was the Sunday, October 14th, I think. Right? That sounds right. Sunday, October 14th, yep, um, in which at the very end of the day, Kraken Paradise beat Ghost Gaming in a 4-3 set, um, so I don't know, I just figured that I would plug this here because uh, it kind of is the last standing, the most recent piece of evidence of how the top teams kind of 
rank together, um, like who would you consider better than who, and so on. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff to look at. Um, I believe Gamba also did uh, match analyses for some, if not all, of the sets on in this tournament. Um, so be sure to check that out. Um, in other news, recently um, we have been going in the cycle and the road to Platinum Cup 5. Uh, this really hasn't been covered too much, which I'm kind of... Kind of, but also not really surprised that I haven't... Like, I feel like a lot of people know what's going on, but I don't think people really understand everything. Um, so I figured I'd talk about it a little bit. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, I couldn't get OBS to work with Google Chrome, so we're working in Firefox right now, and it doesn't automatically translate. So that's fantastic. Yes, Platinum Cup 5 is a thing. So how it works this time around... I'm going to grab a drink of water, actually, real quick. Good water. Anyway, how it works this time around is um, Platinum Cup 5 itself is being hosted in Frankfurt, Germany on December 2nd, um, and it will feature three European teams and one um, Japanese team, which is a little bit interesting um, for a variety of reasons. Oh, okay. Well, Gamo wasn't doing anything for the Invitational. But that doesn't mean what she does isn't important. Um, so, Platinum Cup 5 is this, right? Um, so, right now, they're kind of in the qualification stage. The European qualifiers were held through Rising Squid. Um through the Rising Squid Qualifier Series. They held three events uh, over the weekends for European teams. Um, and the team that won each event will be going to Platinum Cup. So in this case, we have Kraken Paradise, Ghost Gaming, and Backsquids. Um, who I would hope would be recognizable names at this point. Backsquids being the kind of rebranding of the... Uh, European team from last year's Nintendo World Championship, uh, Ghost Gaming being a rather familiar team uh, in general, and Kraken Paradise being the team that won the Invitational. So that makes sense. Um, the Japanese circuit is a little more interesting. So effectively, uh, each... It says down here... But there are three days of qualification for each of the uh, Japanese teams, just like the uh, European teams. Except only one team from Japan is going to the Platinum Cup. So what's actually going to wind up happening is there are uh, two teams, the top two teams from each day, are being placed in a, uh, a finals bracket. So the first uh, day of competition, I actually don't know for sure if this was updated on second day, and I don't know for sure if they're still using this bracket, but this is the last kind of thing I have. Um, so the, the uh, actual 
qualifier circuit is called uh, SJ Open. And there are three days of oct- competition were October 8th, October 21st, and will be November 10th. Um, so cool and cool, and I don't know what this team is. Or Stair Kittenden were the day one. I, I'm probably just going to continue butchering these Japanese names. Forgive me. Um, but yeah, it just... Japanese names don't work for me. Um, so those two teams qualified first and second um, on day one. I don't have in front of B who qualified for day two, and day three is yet to come. And so those teams will face off in what I assume is going to be what I assume is still going to be a double elimination bracket on November 11th online and then the team that uh sorry grabbing my pen the team that wins uh that bracket that tournament will be flown to frankfurt for platinum cup five so that is a thing it is happening um and that was kind of a brief little summary on uh things so be sure to stay up to date on that if you are still interested that was october in review if you thought the episode was informative feel free to share it with your friends to stay up to date with the current state of the platinum cup 5 as well as other events in the competitive splatoon community be sure to check out ecofeed on twitter where i'll continue posting updates thanks for listening cephalopods and happy splatting